As the darkness settles in, the sound of the water crashing against the dock can be heard in the distance. As a woman passed by the alleyway, she is suddenly grabbed by someone within the darkness and pulled in. Fade to black. Welcome to Knights of Darkness, a World of Darkness live play podcast. I'm your host and storyteller, Daniel, and this season we will be playing Vampire the Masquerade. So let's get started with getting to know our characters, starting with Travis. I'm Travis. I'm playing the Nosferatu. Oliver Go. And he's a stinky jerk. My name's Mark. I'll be playing the Tremere, known as Keelan O'Quinn. I'm Aaron. I'll be playing the Gangrel, Wayani. <laughs> Gangrel, that's correct. <laughs> I'm Ariel. I play the Toreador, Elizabeth Andalit. All right. Now that we have everybody introduced, let's recap a little. So last we had left off is Saigar had got paid a visit by Wayani and Elizabeth and they got a little bit more for answers before they still kind of left with more questions. <laughs> Tolliver encountered Kevin. Yeah. Coerced Kevin. Kevin into getting rid of Isaac. <laughs> Why? What did he do to what did he do to you, you jerk? Yeah. Bye, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. And then Tolliver proceeded to, aside from hang out at Kevin's house, go to the sewers. And then we met Keelan, which is now associating with Elizabeth and Wayani, and has gone to or headed towards Sigars. So we will pick it up from there. Do you think he's going to murder him? I don't know anymore. <laughs> Should probably be fine with Saigar being <laughs> off, I think. <laughs> All right, so we will start with Keelan. Yes. All right, so it takes you about a half hour, and you make it to downtown. Still kind of busy. Hit and miss, since it is a little bit later in the evening. Um, you can see quite clearly find Saigar's House of the Occult, but his closed sign is on. Like, it's a little neon sign he switches from open to closed, and he also has a closed sign in the door window. Some lights are on, but... I'm going to knock on the door kind of rough. So how well are you watching the inside of the shop? Are you, like, looking straight through the windows? Yeah. So, like, you finally see, after a moment, like, a door open in the back, and the guy kind of peers out. You can kind of see he's got, like, a part of a silver shirt on, short hair, a little beard and goatee. And he kind of makes his way over to the door. So it's kind of a little muffled, but here, sorry, we're closed. I'm a friend of Elizabeth. Elizabeth who? Envelope. Question mark? 
doesn't quite sound like her last name. She sent me here to help you with the research. And I'm going to like hold the books up where he can see. Those are my books. Yes, they are. Is he looking at me? Yeah. I'm going to try to uh, mesmerize him. With dominate? Yes. All right, so roll me a manipulation plus leadership. And the difficulty will be seven. Three successes. All right, what had you said to him? Uh, I've said that I'm a friend of Elizabeth, and he needs to open the door so I can help with the research. And you got how many successes? Three. Three? All right, I, I guess that's... So he unlocks the door, lets you in. All righty. He'll, he'll lock the door back. I need to see this substance they brought to you. All right, I guess. Follow me. So he leads you back to that door that he came out of. And you can see it's a smaller, like, storage room. And he's got, like, an island table in the center of it. And he's got... There's various things that look just like the floor out there. So there's more jars of different things. They're labeled, of course. And you can see this, like, a little bit of powder in the center of this table. And he's got a couple different, like, candles and various other things around this pile of... Do you have anything to drink by chance? I mean, what do you what do you want? I was just wondering if you had any tea or coffee. Could probably make you some. If you have some prepared, I can go grab it myself. So he says, yeah, in the other room there is coffee. You will have that. Alrighty. I'm gonna go in and like clink a couple glasses around and grab one and like pour coffee into it and put a few drops of blood in and bring it back into him and I'm gonna have like one that's half full for me and I'm gonna set it down and be like I brought you some coffee it's best that we stay hydrated and alert while doing this I mean that does make some pretty good sense so he's going to, he'll drink some of it. Mm. All right. So what else are you going to do? Um, I would like to look at the substance and see if I can try to identify it somehow. You can roll a, we'll do perception plus a cult. Since you are a cult oriented, we'll do a difficulty of six. That is three successes then. All right. So you see this powder on the table and it, you can tell that there is like are you gonna like fill it and stuff yeah so yeah you can you can kind of make out some of the um, components of it like you can tell that there's iron in there because you can kind of feel like the iron filings and then you can every once in a while you see a bit of the horse hair but it's not like real real long horse hair it's real fine and cut and then you can also make some of the sulfur out the other substance is a little harder for you to identify in there. There's like a, a whitish, like calcium-like substance that you can't just quite put your put your finger on on that one. But mm. but the three of those substances you can kind of tell, or the horse, the the hair. It looks like horse hair because it's like almost like a paintbrush would have, but real fine. Mm. Did they say what was in this? Well, I guess that uh, a detective guy. He said 
He said he was told that there was iron and sulfur, keratin, and I guess horse hair in here. Hmm. Very interesting. What have you found in these books about it? Well, I, I was going to actually perform some magic. And he kind of looks at you because he doesn't know how you're going to take the word magic. <laughs> okay. I'll step back and watch you work your magic. <laughs> magic is the word magic. here. So he basically, he's like, all right. He was going to tell you step back, but you did already. So he like looks at you like he was going to tell you something. And it's like he already did. Such a fool. So he performs a ritual. It's kind of alien to you, but not like it looks like it's child's play like, mm. compared to like your magic. So you're like, whatever he's doing, it's not it's not even worth my time. Yeah. So he performs this ritual and he actually has there's also got a map on the table and when he's done like there's a bunch of intricate stuff that happens like you see little flames and all this stuff more like a magician would do <laughs> and by the time he's done you see the map that's nearby like he he touches the map with his fingers and a swath of the map has like is circled so it's not like since it's a bigger map it's just like an area hmm. but you can assume he did some type of location or, or some type of... Like a divination. Yeah. So, from what I can tell, the, some of this stuff was acquired in, in this area. I mean, that's, that's what I was going to do, was try and track some of it. Right. Um, I'll be taking that map. That's my map. I'm going to look him in the eye and again, like, stare him down and say, I need you to give me that map. And I'm going to try to use uh, Dominate once again. All right, so roll me a manipulation plus leadership. Well, that is only two successes. I, I guess I can get another map. Thank you. I'm going to grab the map and uh, as well, um, I'm going to scatter the um, the powdery substance. Just like all over the, the table. Like, like blow it and just like blow it away in the wind basically and get rid of it. Rude. It's best you don't play with things you don't know how to control. I wasn't planning on trying to control this. Just forget this ever happened. I'm going to walk out. All right. You're just going to leave and... With the map and walk out. I'm going to make my way. What time is it? Uh, it's probably closer to... when everything's happened. It's probably close to 9, 9.30, right in that range. No, oh, so it's still early. Yeah. yeah um, you guys haven't been all up all that long. Uh, I'm going to drive back to Elizabeth's house. All right. So as you head that way, Tolliver. Yes. You make it to the sewer manhole that you always use to get down into the sewers. Uh-huh. So where are you going to go? Are you going to go You're going to go back and see the Undercity Prince, you said? Yes, my liege. 
You're not there yet. Oh, yes. That's who I'm going to go see. <laughs> My liege. Okay. <laughs> so it takes you a good half hour or so to navigate through the sewers. And you finally make it back to the area that you kind of hang out around and you know is closer to the prince. Okay. Of course, you see the two Nosferatu guards outside the the room, as always. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go into the chamber with the with the Ender Prince. All right. So as always, the room is kind of almost entirely dark. Mm-hmm. You can assume that he's in the room. Yes, I'm going to uh, with my head bowed, um, you know, my mask off since I'm with other Nosferatu. My leash. Derek was attacked by an entity with a flaming jack-o'-lantern as a head. And when he was attacked, he did not suffer any damages. And when he was finally subdued, he turned into dust, but not ash. I do not believe it was another kindred. So there's like a long silence as you say this. Investigate further. Is there anyone here in this city that can summon or bring life to an inanimate object to do their bidding? Perhaps the Tremere. As you know, the Tremere do have sorcery. Would they do this? To further their gains, maybe. But what would they have to gain by... Attacking a child of the prince? Unless it could be something relating to whatever's come into the city. Or moving into the city. Mm. Are there... Are there reports of hunters... Or the Sabbat here. Perhaps the latter. A Tremere Sabbat in this city should not be welcome. Well, of course not welcome, but would not be good for anyone. No, especially if it is them. Yes. They need to be taken care of. Who are our contacts with the Tremere? You may go to the tribunal, but how well received? I don't know. Ah, but it would be in all of our best interests if it is not someone within their tribunal or within their own clan. If they know what's going on within their own ranks. Correct. I thank you for your time and I will do everything I can to make sure we get to the bottom of this and the appropriate people are punished. Definitely punish away. Thank you, my liege. And I'm going to back out of the room and uh, kind of search through my phone, see if there are any Tremere, if I have any contacts with the local Tremere that I can reach out to to find out who I can who I can get in hold of, uh, travel, get an address, someone I can I can request uh, request time with their tribunal. All right, so you do have a contact with the Tremere. She's a neonate vampire. Mm. So she goes by the name of Clara Turner. 
so you can make the assumption she's she's recently turned within like the last 10 years or so so she's kind of low on the totem pole but she is someone you know of within the Tremere ranks okay um as I'm traveling through the sewers I'm kind of clicking and snapping my fingers trying to get uh, you know the, the one rat down there that will come up to me uh, you know just to get him to come along just visit with him as I'm traveling back to where I parked Kevin's car yeah but it's not hard to find the rat he kind of stays in the same general area yeah I mean, it's okay. easiest to scavenge there so alright um, I'm going to stop by the antechamber where my uh, sewer haven is and pick up a, pick up some cash also to have cash on me um, once I get out you know doing the travel you know traveling through the sewers and enjoying my stay uh, once I get out and I have you know appropriate cell service I'm going to text Claire and say Claire hey Claire Bear comma uh, just wondering if you have any way you could get some polls so I could meet with the tribunal. I have a few questions that I would like to ask. Period. It may be in everyone's best interest. So, it's a little bit, and then you get a reply back. Ollie. See, let me see what I can find out. Well, there's no, you know, enunciation in the uh, text message. Just I'm just so used to having Siri send all my texts now, and then I have to say that punctuation it just came out when i was right now whatever okay yeah so she says she'll see what she can do and then that's all you've got from her so it's very vague but she did say ollie so you can assume that it's her replying back okay um and i'm gonna do a little hunting so what type of area are you going hunting um probably a slummy like a slum area just see who i can I'm looking for someone who's not going to be missed. All right, so roll me a perception. That's it. It's your difficulty is four. I got one success. Oh, yeah, you managed to barely find somebody. You were just about to give up your search. Yeah. And you finally find some woman walking through the, the slum area. Of course, she's kind of leery looking around as she walks through the, the slums. Cause it is the slums. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's she look like? She is average appearance. Yeah. Wearing, she's basically looks like she lives in the area. Yeah. She's still fearful to be out by herself. Okay. Um, I'm going to pull up alongside her and we, I've got them. I've got my mask on and I'm, I'm hiding my scent because you're not getting anybody in the car with you when you smell like pile of dead bodies and I'm just going to I'm going to reach in and I'm going to pull out a hundred and fold it and put it between my fingers and have my hand out the window and I'm just going to kind of at her and I'm going to tap the side of the car with the hundred in my hand do you need a ride somewhere pretty young lady shouldn't be out walking with her on her own and I can give you a ride anywhere maybe take a little take a little detour and I'm waving the hundred I'm still kind of like nonchalantly waving the hundred down on the side like my arms out my arm is out the out of the window and I'm just kind of tapping the side of side of my car side of Kevin's car the hundred dollar bill folded up in my hand so she can see it. I mean she's obviously seeing a hundred dollar bill that I'm making reference to taking a detour while I take her home so uh, 
she's kind of watching you. She's kind of weirded out a little bit by you, but then you see that she kind of, it just, it changes her mindset. So she makes her way slowly to the car. Yeah. I'm going to use enchanting voice. You know, uh, passenger door's unlocked. If you want to go for a ride and maybe get some drinks before I drop you off at home. Are you trying to seduce her? No. No. I'm just trying to make it seem like it'd be a good idea for her to get in the car, make some money. Why don't you roll me a manipulation plus subterfuge? I got four successes. She's like, all right, I guess it sounds like a plan. So she gets in the passenger side. No. I'm going to take the hundred and kind of fold it in half and stick it in the ashtray in the, in the CERN console. Man, maybe later on we'll discuss salary. So I'm going to, we're going to pull off, going to go to a more secluded, are there like a loading, like, like docks areas, yeah. warehouses, oh, yeah. somewhere that's out of the way? Yeah, you can certainly find that. Okay, we're going to get somewhere like that. And I'm just going to undo my seatbelt and say, now as for this detour and this hundred dollars, is this a good salary? Not entirely for sure. Okay, I'm going to reach in and pull out another hundred. Yeah, I think it's gonna, you're going to need more than that there, buddy. Okay, I'm going to reach in and pull out another hundred. This better be worth my time for this much money. <laughs> well, my time is valuable, too. Oh, I'm sure it is. So I'm going to reach in to get another hundred, but I'm pulling out the uh, the Bowie knife that I carry on me. <laughs> and I mean, we're in the front seat of a car, yeah. and I'm leaning over, banding up money. So I'm pulling out this nickel-plated Bowie knife. The handle is, like, carved... It's a carved bone. Looks like if you take a look at it, it's shin. It's it's a shin. It's a act. No, it's a femur from a human. And I'm leaning over with my right hand, and I've got my right hand on her knee, and I'm reaching in to get another hundred, and I pull that out, and it's just going up through the bottom of her chin, <laughs> up into her head. <laughs> Holy shit! So I mean, she's not expecting it, but roll me a dex plus melee. I got one success. All right. Well, yeah, you, you stab her right okay. in the jaw, and knife's damage is strength plus one. Okay. Okay, well, so I got, that's two successes. All right. So you did stab her in the jaw. Normally, I would be, I would think she would be kind of fine. She would be hurt. But since you stabbed her in the jaw, yeah, she's basically bleeding out now from her jaw as you stab her under the chin. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to... Is the knife is up underneath her. While that's... I'm holding onto that. I'm going to take my money with my other hand, fold it up and put it back in the... in my suit coat. And I'm going to pull her head over to me and I'm going to drink my fill. Um, and then I'm going to... I'm going to sit there and let her bleed out on my lap. All right. So fucked. Because yeah, um, she's pretty traumatized. She just got stabbed in the in the jaw so uh -huh. she's not really fighting no she's scared and paralyzed basically with fear yeah so basically yeah you drain however many blood points that you need and all of that was for one blood point <laughs> but Tolliver does not care as this woman 
begins to slowly the light fades from her eyes so she's just bleeding out from her chin and out of her mouth yeah all right i'm gonna make sure we're behind a where you know we're in a warehouse all right i'm gonna get out and i'm gonna pull her body out of the passenger side and open the trunk i'm gonna lay her in the trunk and undress her and fold her clothes all neat and and steady in a pile and then i'm gonna um I'm gonna presume uh, I'm gonna start skinning her. Oh God! Um, yeah, I'm. I you know can I, I'm gonna start skinning. I'm I'm taking care to not damage the face. Um, I'm gonna pull out my phone before I start and look at look at the photos on my phone and scroll through until I find there's a um, there's like designs patterns for for a suit. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna check the patterns and see what I need from her. I need for, for some of the, for some of the suit that I'm making. So, let's have you roll. Kevin got lucky. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have you roll a Dex plus crafts to basically skin this woman. Okay. Because you don't want to damage her. Yeah. And we'll go with difficulty since you had some view of it, like what you wanted to make. Yeah. We'll just go with a standard difficulty of six. I've got two successes. All right. So you managed to skin this woman. Okay. You don't really maim the uh, skin much. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to... Are there any sewer, like storm sewer openings, manholes, anything? Oh yeah, there's plenty of that stuff okay. all around here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, pull, I'm gonna lift up. I'm gonna drag her over to a manhole and lift it up. I'm gonna start clicking and snapping my fingers until my rat friend comes. Um, when I can see my rat friend in the sewer, I'm going to drop the body down, and I'm gonna, you and your friends have a feast this evening. And I'm going to take her clothes and leave them in the trunk. Um, and then I'm going to wait to hear back from Claire about where I can go to meet the Tremere. My God. <laughs> All right. So, Keelan, you head back towards Elizabeth's house and you make it back there. And you've only been gone about an hour or so. And it took you about a half hour to get back. So you've been gone about an hour and a half. So you make it back there. Are you two still at the house? Yeah. All right. So the door is, the front door is closed. I'm going to walk in. I probably have like gotten me and Wayne some blood or something from yeah. my... Oh, Whiskey and blood for me. <laughs> I'm All going right. to walk, just walk through the door without knocking. Good to see you back so soon. Yes, I have what we're looking for. That's how people get shot. Well, what did you find? I'm gonna pull out a map. The map say, uh, "Your friend was able to locate the general area in which the ingredients came from." Is my contact still alive? He is very much alive. I told you. Did you get my $17? <laughs> Are you that worried about $17, Wayne? It's the principle of the thing. 
he didn't leave the books. I don't think. Did you? No, I left the books. Oh. I don't. I have no need for the books oh, anymore. Yeah. So yeah, he the just bo- said, all the books are going to tell me is yeah, it was a yeah, it's going to tell me exactly what I already know, and it's a headless horseman that somebody created. It's not going to tell me where it came from or who made it. Like I owe somebody seventeen dollars. <clears throat> Then give them $17. Do you not have money? Uh, no. If we are done bickering over money, uh, do you want to go investigate what is happening in the city? Yes, we'll take my car. I will get my stuff and slip you a freaking 20. <laughs> and then go to the car. Right. I'm going to climb into the back seat and buckle up. Are you climbing into the car as well, Wayne? I am, yes. Now, where on the map are we going? I'm going to, like, lean forward and point, like, this particular neighborhood. It's actually more of the outskirts of town. Oh. Uh, This particular portion of the outskirts of town. So, is anybody, like, looking closer at the map as far as, like, because it does have some notable things wrote down on it? So it does look like it's more like um, the outskirts as far as its farming area. So there is like, looks like a couple farmhouses and things and then big fields. And one of them on there for sure says it is listed as a horse ranch because it has a little horse like in the legend. And it says Ackland Ranch. Ackland Ranch to be specific. Do I know anything about this place? No, I mean, you, there's a lot of places outside of town that are, like, because it's the it's a big city and the island's pretty self-sufficient, but they still have smaller areas outside of the city on the island that they do, like, fields and horses, different cattle. So I will drive to the ranch. All right, so it is about... Let's see. So it's about 10.30 at this time. And it's going to take you a couple hours to get to where this ranch is. Okay. So while you guys are at that ranch... Let's see, Tolliver's been skinning somebody. That took a while. <laughs> what? You're probably busy still skinning at this time. Say, I as soon as I get the, the sections that I need and, and the face, I will be done. Yeah. <clears throat> And I gave, I gave her body to the rats. So Claire, you finally get a message back from Claire. Okay. It says the tribunal is busy as they she heard that they recently just gave a task to somebody and they're pretty involved in that task. They're invested in it. <sighs> Alright, I'm going to text her. <gasps> Could I at least have an address so I know where to where to meet them when I have a chance? Question mark. The, the tribunal? Yeah. She gives you the address of the tribunal house, which most vampires are going to know where it's at okay. anyways. But I'm still fairly new to the city. But she does give you the address because it is, I mean, if you went in there to cause trouble, you're going to have a, a fight. On I'm going to have a pretty bad time. Yeah. Yeah. But she does give you a address for the tribunal house. Okay. I'm going to punch that into the GPS on my phone. How far away is that? It's about an hour across town. Yeah. It's on the outskirts. Well, it's still inner city, but it's a big city. Okay. Um, <clears throat> while I'm driving, I'm going to start heading that way. 
Uh, do I see any... Like, while I'm going, I'm looking for, like, women's shelters or anything. Um, you know, or, like, uh, like clothes drop boxes. I mean, I've got some clothes I need to donate. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering where we were going with No, this. don't do that. Don't do that to me. Yeah, it's not a problem to you find. You just skinned a woman after Shh. stabbing her jaw. Shh. We don't know where you're going anymore. <laughs> if you're not gonna play a monster, I am. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just looking. I've got a, I've got some clothes in the back in the trunk of this car that need to be donated and off of my person. He accidentally oh. donates the skin suit. Okay, now hold on. Um, I'm gonna before I do that, I'm taking like going through her purse, looking for her driver's license. Do I see? I find a driver's license or a library card or student ID. What anything she has. Yeah, you find a like a, a state ID kind of. Okay, I'm gonna take that, and then I'm going to uh, get rid of anything else that would have her name and address on it, and then I'm gonna drop the clothes into a donation box. Yeah, that's not a problem. And I, yeah, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna pull out my wallet, and I'm gonna tuck that ID card into a slot in my wallet with what looks like maybe seven or eight other driver's licenses. I'm tucking that in there. I'm putting that wallet back in my pocket. How many of these people are still alive that you have licenses of? Shh. <laughs> we got Kevin. <laughs> well, I figured his was in there. Yeah. And so where are you going from there? After uh, I'm going to go to the address that she gave me for the Tremere house. All right. So you head that way. So while you're heading that way, you guys make it to the outskirts of the city. It's not that hard to find this ranch if you punched it up in a GPS. <clears throat> and it clearly has a sign that says Aquin Ranch. It's got a huge horse on the front of it. Looks like one of those. They've got wooden fences for the horses instead of the electric fences. Mm. They've got that type of fence. And then there's a long driveway up to this house slash ranch if you're going to drive up there. Yeah, I'll probably drive up. Okay. And it is doesn't seem like there's a lot of neighbors real close by. Looks like it's ranch slash farm, and then you got a good mile distance between houses. So you drive up to this smaller ranch-like home. It's only about one story. There is one section that looks like it could be a larger attic built on, and then you see a couple barns off to the side, and then you do see a large pasture, which is fenced in that leads up to one of the barns where the fence connects to it and everything. And you can see a couple lights on in the house. I'm going to get out. If she pulls up, I'm going to get out and just go knock on the door. Yeah. Are you staying in the car? I'll stand outside of the car, but I won't go in. Okay. So you two head up to this house and you knock on the door. After a few minutes, a older man answers the door. <clears throat> Can I help you? Uh, yeah. What are we here for again? Um, I'm going to look at him and like kind of widen my eyes so he catches my look. And I'm going to say, "Can we come in to talk for a while?" Are you going to use your yes, dominate? Dominate. So roll me a some manipulation plus leadership. I'm really going to have to buy some points in leadership. 
And difficulty will be... Are you using enchanting voice? Yes. So difficulty will be four. Uh, then that is five successes. Sure, come right in. He just he opens the door and moves out of your way. <clears throat> can I actively look for Kindred here? You don't. You can, but... And that's nothing? Yeah, okay. you don't find anybody other than the dude that's with you. <laughs> And you guys can see there are pictures around the house of this man. And you can also see his wife, what looks like, because she's a, it looks like this guy is in his 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see uh, a couple kids in the photos with them as well, scattered around the house. Looks like a boy and a girl through various years. So, Is there anybody else in the house with you? Just, just me and my wife. What is your wife at? He kind of points over to the couch. And just, you can kind of see her. She's kind of looking in your guys' direction because you're a stranger after 10 o'clock at night. We just had a few questions about horses. I mean, it is a little late, but I, I guess since you're here. Has anybody recently purchased a horse from you? Nobody's recently purchased a horse now. Has anybody been sneaking around the property? No, I, I think it's been pretty, pretty normal around here. Pretty normal. I mean, yeah, we had we had somebody come to the house, but nobody bought a horse. Who came to the house? So it was the guy that came to the house the other day. He had a like a bowler hat. And he was a little dusky skinned. And uh, so he had a little bit of an accent. And it was weird because he just wanted to buy some horse hair. I don't know if he was like making some paintbrushes or, or what he was doing. He bought horse hair, you yeah. say. I mean, because we, you know, cut the horse's hair and stuff. I didn't see it as much of an issue. Sometimes we got companies that asked for like a lot of horse hair potentially for brushes but this was a single guy and he only asked for a little bit and then he also asked about like horse hooves he wanted like any throwaway stuff that we had like from a furrier yeah like if like if we ever have to trim the horse's hooves yes did he give you a name uh yeah I think I've got it right here so he kind of pulls out a ledger and you can see he kind of points at it yeah, it looks like his name is Stan Fernsley. Alrighty, I'm gonna go in the bathroom and like close the door and perform the ritual devil's touch. Take a massive dump! <laughs> Big old bloody dump. What kind of fucking horse, <laughs> what kind of fucking horse place doesn't have fucking cameras? <laughs> so, Keelan is in the bathroom for a few minutes. He's probably dropping a deuce. And then he comes out. Thank you very much. Not a problem. Um, If I have further questions, is it okay if I stop back by? I mean, you can't. Can we try and keep it a little, you know, earlier in the evening where it's not as late? Certainly. I would appreciate that. I will remember to do that next time. If anything uh, else comes up or he comes back around, I'm going to hand him one of my cards. Give me a call. Oh, detective. 
This is for the trouble. I know it's not much, but it's all I have at the moment. I'm gonna hand, like, hold out my hand and drop a one dollar, like a golden dollar coin into his hand. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting a tip, but I, I okay. <laughs> Don't spend it all in one place, as they say. I'm going to walk out the door. Are you following him out the door? I'm going to shut the door behind me, too. <laughs> you do hear it lock. Not like a panic lock, but like a normal, you leave the house, somebody mm-hmm. locks the door behind you. Yep. Right. I've got all the information I need here. Okay. Apparently you're a chauffeur now. Apparently. (laughs) So I will drive off. Where are you driving to? Where would you fellows like to go? Let's go to the shadier part of town. I'm going to, while we're driving, I'm going to text my mentor. What are you going to say? I'm going to say a horse farmer told me that a Stan Fernsley bought a bit of horse hair and horse hooves from him a few days ago. And he described him as wearing a bowler hat and having dusky skin. Keep involved in the manor and we will further look into this. You don't get all caps. It's just normal. <laughs> it's just normal. Normal speech for you. My my uh, my mentor knows how to text. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> all right, so you guys are heading back. So that's about an hour and a half drive. So Tolliver, mm-hmm. you were heading where after you dropped off the clothes? Uh, to the location where the Tremere tribunal. tribunal would normally be. Um, if anything, just to introduce myself to anyone who's there before I start questioning if they had anything to do with the death of Derek. So you do make it to this large house. It is similar to Elizabeth's house where it's kind of up on a hill. Mm-hmm. It's a big kind of mansion, but it's instead of having differing the way it looks, it's more symmetrical. Okay. So basically it all looks the same. It looks like a big apartment building, but nice. Okay. All right. So it does have the single door in the front. Of course, it's got the double door. It's a single entrance, I mean, but double door. All right. And you can't really see. You do see some like statues around the house as well. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to park and... Make sure my suit is still nice looking, straighten my tie, straighten out, make sure my face is covered, and I'm going to go to the door and check and see if there's a buzzer or a, or, or a, a knocker. There is both. All right, I'm going to push the buzzer. All right, also, as you're walking up, roll me a perception plus alertness. Perception and alertness. We will go with difficulty seven. That was one success. All right, so out of the corner of your eye, as you're walking up, you kind of have to double take, but you could have swore that one of the statue's heads kind of turned with you. Uh, Okay. And then when you look again, you're like, okay, it's not moving. All right, I am visiting the Tremere, so. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I'm a, gonna be a little bit on, not on edge, but just, it's weirding me out that the statue is watching me, so I'm gonna push the buzzer at the door. All right, so after a few moments, the door opens, and you see your contact there, Claire. She's got long black hair. The Tremere mostly wear the suits as well. Yeah. But more business-like. Mm-hmm. What are you doing here? I know you said that the tribunal was busy, but I figured it would be pertinent if I could at least introduce myself to some of your higher-ups so we could build a relationship. I don't think they're going to be too happy. I can wait outside. And that's where I'm going to end it. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Tune in next week. <laughs> this is Daniel, your storyteller. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. If you did, leave a review and share with a friend. You can chat with us on our Discord. Links in the show notes. Release dates are every Tuesday on Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcast. And remember, always watch the darkness. What up to Night City? You're listening to N54 Radio. This is DJ Sparks bringing you a new hit show from Night City, Cyberpunk, a Cyberpunk Red Live Play podcast. Listen as a ragtag group slamming on the corpos, survive the streets, and try to keep from being flatlined. You can tune in on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts. DJ Sparks out! Hello there. This is... Mr. Tittles, coming to invite you to join us on the Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries, a live play Call of Cthulhu podcast where we explore the dark, dangerous, and mysterious aspects of the mythos. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you soon. <laughs>